we're like, if I change my environment, I will be better. Like, yo, if I don't live in Miami anymore and I go to somewhere else like California, my life is going to be great. So we train states because we believe that when we change the state, we also will change our inner state. So a lot of our external motivations are because we want to be pleasant. Okay, somebody said, I calculate myself. I'm happy when I have money in the bank. Right. So that's one way to look at it. A second way to look at it is I'm happy when I have money in my mental bank. And I'm not talking about money as in like dollars. I'm talking about when your mind makes sense. It means your mind is wealthy. What I mean by that is there isn't a cognitive distortion, which means you're not like um, indifferent to actually what's going on. There's no cognitive dissonance. You're not hiding away from it but you're true to the moment and you have a great state. This morning when I woke up, I was like, yo, I can have, I have two choices to make today. I can A, just live automatically based on the, how the night went. Sometimes I wake up angry for no reason whatsoever. And I'm starting to realize that more and more. And as I talk about all these things, I'm like, yo, I talk about improving your state, improving your mental health, and all of this, why is it that sometimes I let myself get robbed and all of a sudden I'm pissed off? I realize that even though I had the power and I'm aware of the power to shift my state, I sometimes just choose to just not do anything about it. So we don't make mistakes. We miss the right state. I know I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with these creative quotes. We don't make mistakes as much as we miss the right state and what i mean by that is if we were in the right clear mental state of being peaceful we wouldn't make so many mistakes because we would be able to act in our power powerfully so today's podcast is about improving your mental your mental mental state all right I don't just tell you what to do. We have to work our way up there. So let's think about um, when we're working on a state of something, right? There are different stages, right? Of development for certain things. And they're like, yo, you're in this state right now. You're in this, this is this state and this state until you get to a better state. So somebody say, is state, is it a progression? Like, can I just be completely happy right now? Or do I have to lead up to it? The thing is, when we're trying to get happier, it's not like we have to do things to lead up to it, is that we have to let go of things to realize. Like realizing it's not getting to. Realizing is taking away all of the clouded things out, getting rid of so that you can see the real within you. So you can actualize the reality of your true being. So somebody say, I have to go get happy. Like, what do I need to do? Do I need to meditate? Do I need to breathe? Do I need to dance? Do I need to get a spa? Uh, do I need to get my hair, hair done? I was watching a show and somebody said, it's self-care Sunday. And their idea of self-care Sunday for one episode was, yo, I'm gonna get my nails done, hair did, everything done. And I'm guessing they really thought that, and I'm not saying it's bad, it's good, but I'm saying, that is not the only thing and it shouldn't be the major thing, right? 
So the major thing in self-care should be inner care, right? How do we take care of our inner being? Like, what do we need to do for that? So this morning, I realized how I made this shift really quickly from just being, you know, kind of grumpy to just like, yo, why am I grumpy for? Like, stuff is actually really good right now for me. Like, I'm feeling great, you know? I want you to really ask yourself that question first. We're going to do a self-analysis. You know, I love self-analysis. If you watch this, we do it every podcast. Ask yourself, how are you really, really feeling about life? Now, I know you may be a little stressed, anxious. You may be thinking about somebody who did something or didn't do something. And it may be in your mind still. But I, I want you to really, 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 really think. Like, underneath it all, underneath it all, how do you really, really, really feel? I do not want to, to like, I'm not trying to say that how you're feeling is not right and you should get out of how you're feeling and feel some way different. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is how do you really, really, really feel, all right? And underneath the frustration, underneath the anxiety, underneath the depression, underneath the fear is blissfulness. It's a line of nothingness available for you to paint something. And that's how you're going to see it. So how do you build a good, happy, joyous state? Well, today, my major thing today is I'm going to ensure that I have an inner and outer smile. So they say that you use more muscles in your face to frown than to smile. Now, I don't know exactly what number that is. Doesn't really matter. All I know is. I, I don't. Is that true or not? But all I know is there's a big difference between my frown and my smile. So we're going to do this as a exercise. I want you to cheese like you're taking a picture and you're at your uh, seventh birthday party. Okay. I just, I really want you to cheese <laughs> to the point where people would be like, what's wrong with that guy? And then now I want you to frown like you lost your pet dog. Oh shit, you see what happened? Oh, my back, I just got humped and I'm like, I don't feel that great. That, that felt good. You see, it's a major difference. When you're not too full of yourself, you become full of your true self. It's, it's another signature quote that I have. And all that means is when you're worried about what they're thinking or you're like not full, you, you're being full of yourself. Like you don't, you, you know, you don't have time to really smile and just be completely blissful out. So notice how the difference in your state determined your stature as well as your experience of life so when you ever heard they say somebody is down and out they're down and out like yeah they're down and out and they're not all about <laughs> like why are they down and out because there is a depression on their lungs right there's a unalignment within which causes a out of whack out which means their posture becomes structured differently. This is also affecting their internal organs. Now, 
there are different ways of breathing also correlate with different postures okay so there's the diaphragmic breathing which is what i want to show you it's using your diaphragm to breathe but this is a podcast so i have to be careful of how, what i show and how i say it. so if you're listening to this i want you to put both hands on your belly button okay if you ever had a tire and the tire was like the thread of the tire and then you had inside of the tire which was literally like the balloon in the tire that actually inflates but the third of the tire really stays the same okay so let's imagine image in imagine that our lungs is like that tubing in the tire and your belly right is the actual tire and then now what you're doing is you're inflating air into that balloon or that threading or your lungs and you're exhaling by pushing Okay, so this is the actual way to breathe. When we breathe, we often think of, let me hold my breath. Here, this is too much anxious, oh my God, tensed up, uh, angry, uh, you know? It's not doing enough and it's not doing the right thing. So this is the proper way of doing it. You wanna put both hands on your belly. I start with the out breath because I find that you get a better vision of it. So pushing, right? Now you wanna inhale by pushing air into the balloon of your lungs to push your hand out, right? So this is your inhale breath, your in breath. Your out breath is pushing the belly, letting the air come out, okay? So we're inhaling and we're exhaling. So the stomach, uh, pancreas, We have the adrenal glands sitting right on top of the kidneys, the liver and the spleen are all in that phenomenal area, right? So we wanna breathe into it so we can calm and relax our nervous system. This is a major, major part of determining your state. First, we talked about switching from a a frown to a cheese. And then now we talked about breathing with that. So throughout the day, put a smile on your face even though you may not have a smile in your heart, right? Sometimes life gets so hard and so much burdens and it feels like you're suffocating from the pain. And it, and it feels like that. And I might just say, oh, it's not okay, feel a better way. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. The thing is, even though it is that way, we can empower ourselves, right? And a great way to do that is a physical action. A smile is a physical action. A breath, now, is both physical and spiritual to me. I mean, because the idea of you breathing is just so amazing, right? So we wanna smile to improve our, our, our state and breathe to improve our state. Now, what are some of the other things we're gonna do today? Now, I'm not just saying, oh, this is what I'm doing today right now the second thing or third thing is what really makes you feel as if you are doing something with your life a big thing that makes us feel bad believe it or not subconsciously or consciously is what we believe we should be doing versus what we're actually doing so the difference the uh the different the gap 
always say the gap between what you think you should be doing and what you're actually doing is causing a lot of the suffering, right? So instead of shooting all over yourself, I tell people you need to create a to-be list. Habit, right, We habit forming, we talk about it all the time. So these are some habits we're actually building. A to-be list, what it does is, and I'm gonna work on mine today, I said it before and I didn't work on it. A to-be list is saying, hey, this is what I think my life should be like, this is where I'm at. I can only really focus on where I'm at, so why don't I treasure on my to-be list today, right? We all have a to-do list, and what the to-do list is saying, bruh, if I don't get there, I'm not good enough. So the to-do list is a destination-focused, goal-oriented uh, thing, right? So that can be very anxiety-provoking when there is no results. But a to-be list is a to-be list, right? If we've done the self-analysis work before, the journaling, knowing your scripts, then you know where to start from there. If you don't, you probably have to go back. But we're going to start working on a to-be list. I literally want you to write this down. Is I'm going to be, or, you know, they say, don't even say I'm going to. You want to speak as if it's in the moment. I am a creator, therefore, to be a creator, I'm going to be a. I am a creator, therefore, to be in creation, I'm going to be. I am a creator, therefore, to be in creation, I'm going to be. Now, but, but. Corresponding to that, after that, is those different words you're going to put as part of your to-be list. And, you know, cliche your word. I'm going to be, I'm being grat grateful, joyful, you know, all of those playful. I mean, you can put those words, but then you got to break them down to specific to-be actions. Like maybe playful can be Yo, instead of being the way I'm always at in the office today, let me find one way to be playful. Life is a big playground, isn't it? Work is play. Everybody say, don't mix work and play. Work and play. Uh, don't miss work and play. Shouldn't life be a whole playground? Well, okay, let's start to look at life like a playground rather than a workplace. I, I really want you to think about that. Life is a big playground, right? And what we're going to do is we're going to find ways to get paid to play. I want I want that to, to simmer into your conscious. Life is a big playground and your objective is to find ways to get paid to play. Whoa. whoa. Write that one down. Write that one in your notes. I want you to really write that one down. Life is a big playground and I'm going to find ways to get paid to play. That's a beautiful statement because now we can see everything we do as an opportunity to enjoy the being right, rather than the accomplishment of doing. Okay, so I'm going, life is a playground and I'm going to find ways to play. Now, when you was in playground as a kid, were you just like running around 
jumping around, going down the swings, and uh, doing the freaking uh, sling. I don't remember the playground. <laughs> you got to become a kid again. You know, what did you do? You were spontaneous. You was hyped up. You were moving everywhere. So you had, you was very active, very spontaneous. You were actually pretty friendly. You meet other kids. Well, depends what type of kid in the playground you were. Everybody's not the same. And maybe I'm generalizing it, but for the sake of this, let's generalize it. As a kid in the playground, most likely you were really spontaneous and having fun. You didn't sit in the corner thinking about, oh my God, uh, what did Sally, what did Sally do? Oh, I, I, I wish they didn't steal my pencil in kindergarten. You know, maybe kid, some kids do worry in the playground. But I'm saying, in general, as a kid, you don't have much worries. Your day is waked up. It's like, how can I play today? What if you ask yourself that same question as an adult? Like, uh, you're a big kid. I want you to really think that like you're a big kid. What does a big kid do? A big kid say, why so serious? Why so serious? A big kid just want to have fun. As somebody say, I want to produce. I want to do things. And I'm an entrepreneur. I got to get money. You know, I want to uh, build a legacy for my family. So I must work so I can pay the bills. And so that I can be prosperous in the world so that I'm not just a kid, a big kid having no life, right? So if you're adulting too much, right? Uh, what is adults? When you get to being adult, you're like, I wish I can be a kid again. When you were a kid, you're like, I wish I was an adult. When you were a kid, why did you want to be an adult? Because of the perceived freedom adult had. What we categorize as freedom was actually, and don't get me wrong here, don't come at me, I'm just bringing it, bringing it to surface. What we say is freedom is probably indulgence and pseudo freedom and even a tad bit of slavery. Now somebody, somebody got pissed off and leave, don't, don't do that. Just hear me out, hear me out. We can get enslaved to our routines, the way of being, we just, day in day out we do something for 15 years and wake up the 16 year and we're like holy crap what did i do the whole 15 years when you're a kid and you turn 15 you're like bro yo 15 like this seemed like forever and wow i enjoyed the fit this is assuming that most of your life went great and you didn't have horrible circumstances well, let's just say this is best case scenario right like, I didn't really enjoy my childhood. This was amazing. I didn't really care. Even though things were not exactly, I didn't have all the money. I didn't get to go to the field trips. But you know, I still like, I had a lot of fun playing in life. When we become an adult and we adult, we wish we was a kid again. Now, well, what are we wishing for? We're wishing for the true freedom of being able to roam, even though we had a parent tell us what to do and how to do it. In our mind, we were really free to imagine and think how we would like. We could, uh, I remember I used to have matches and I'm, I'm born in 80 and uh, I didn't have, I didn't grow up with the Hot Wheels and the good toys. I had toys, but you know, at some point we used matches in 80 and I was like, yo, these matches, I'm gonna pretend like they are um, stick figures and I'm gonna have them fight against each other, put them in the box. I would run away and I say, Kazo, Kazo, you wanna play 
then I get my cousin to play with me, and then we're like fighting mattress. You know, so much imagination is being utilized. Now, what do we do when we want to take a trip as adults? Let's say we want to take a trip to a small village, but not a road trip. We want to take an imagination trip. Imagination trip. What do we do? We watch TV. So we stop using our imagination. We stop using that. We just watch somebody else's story rather than create our own story. So sometimes to get that kid-like feature again, what would be ideal for us to do is to adopt the philosophy of being imaginative and act with imagination and indulge in more imagination. So throughout the day, you can image in more peace into your mind. So I've been doing this mental imagery thing for myself, and I, I'm sharing it with you. Maybe you can try it. Maybe don't. You know, like you don't have to try what I say. Like yo. But the mental imagery is I'm thinking that my brain is like a beach, right? And my thoughts are like a wave. Like I'm literally imagining that. And I'm imagining the waves slowly hitting and the sound of the beach in my mind, hitting the left and right hemispheres of my brain, almost like it's doing a yin and yang or a infinity sign. And the waves are just flowing and hitting left and right. So this is an imagination exercise that's actually getting you into meditation. Now you're not thinking about things. You're imagining a wave of peace in your mind. So you say, if you can't go to the beach in person in New York or New Jersey, go to the beach in your mental garden. If you can't go to the beach in person, go to your mental beach. And what that is is you're forming different wavelengths in your mind, both imagery, but you're adding a sense of peace into it. Now you want to ask. Well, I have so much on my mind, I can't do that off the blue moon. Okay, go to the actual beach or the pond or put some water in your tub and pretend it's the beach. Get you some visual aid to get lost in. A lot of people try to meditate, put their hands on the like, oh, I'm gonna meditate, meditate. <sighs> like, this, <laughs> instead of getting enlightenment, you're getting like knocks on your door of thoughts, right? So, what do you do? You can look at stuff and follow it. You can look at your hand and follow it. You know, we did the cheek cups today. I was just looking at my hand and following it. I like to look at the waves and just look how they like really observation. Observation without thinking becomes meditation. Observation without thinking becomes meditation. Observation without overthinking becomes peace and self power. Observation without thinking becomes peace and self-power what i mean by that is instead of labeling things yo uh, what's going on uh, uh, oh you know and we don't even label it and say oh i'm frustrated right now we're gonna do two sides of this instead of like labeling things and saying oh this means this this is how we label we don't we don't see the facts we see the meaning behind the facts so other than saying oh i'm a little frustrated i like to say little little to my emotion I, okay here's why i say it. oh i'm a little frustrated why do i say that somebody ever came to you and say oh so how's your little business going really my little business you mean my big business 
So what it is for me, I find that very diminishing to what I'm doing. Like, how's your little project going on? What do you mean little? You know, that sort of kind of pissed me off, but I'd be like, all right, whatever, whatever. Now you can use little to be lit, not belittle your emotions, but to realize that they're, you can overcome them because it's just energy and motion. So I say, oh, I'm just a little frustrated right now. But hey, 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 big action, big action. You know, I can act bigger. I'm just a little, little tad bit for, you know, I'm a little angry right now at you. But I want you to label it correctly. Don't say, uh, well, I'm not gonna tell you what to say or not say, but I would suggest you to not say, uh, <laughs> you always make me, oh, you never, uh, and just say, oh, I feel a little taken advantage of right now. How do I commute, communicate my requests or demands or, you know, don't, don't be demanding, but how do I communicate what I want for this to work, right? So you little, you lit, I love that. You little it till it goes away and then you empower it with a solution or a question that will come up with a solution. Empowering questions, the limiting statements, limiting meanings don't give you opportunity to create a new meaning, right? So if you're like, this means this, this means that, this means this, then you don't have the time to belittle and then empower, make you bigger, become the bigger person. Hey, hey, who's the bigger person in this situation? Right? Don't make the emotion bigger than the person that you are. Well, that's just one way of putting it. I say don't make the emotion bigger than the spirit that you are because you can overcome and become in spirit, inspired to transcend that negative limiting emotional state to a happier one, okay? So we wanna start from that point. And another thing, so belittle it and then empower yourself with a better state. How about some things that are really tight in us? You know what I mean? Like it's. Like we're feeling uptight because it's literally all up in our body. And we're like, yo, if I, even if I belittle this start, it's just so stuck here, I, I, I can't do anything about it. Now, this word comes that we have to literally tap it out of us by tapping into us. Now, you know, I, I don't know if that made sense. Tap the emotional state out of your body by tapping into your internal power. So by tapping, I mean drumming. So you can literally drum your body. And that's something I've been doing every morning and I'm not gonna do it because this is audio. So when I do a next video, so drum your body so you can tap that pain out of your body, all right? So I'm gonna share you, yeah, most definitely DM me, most definitely. So fear is in the, is where, in the back in the kidneys, right? So we got the tapping, we have the drumming, we have, you gotta come to the Qigong class, okay? You gotta come to the Qigong class. And then we got the breathing. So we really wanna get rid of all of this tension in our body. And what I realize is I don't wanna go into it because it's, it's, it's a thing in its own, you know? So that's why you gotta come back for that. But we said, don't be, don't, don't be little. I'm not saying don't belittle your emotions. Don't say they don't matter but make them little because you're bigger than your emotions. These are these little quotes 
the creator gives to me so they can stick, right? Don't belittle the emotions and say they don't matter, but let them communicate to you so that you can get be the bigger person and act accordingly, right? Another, but the thing is, don't have them stuck in you now. Now, I'm sometimes I get emotionally constipated. It's actually what I'm working on, and lately I've been doing a lot better. Like I said, this is not a teaching session as much as it is a relating session, right? So you communicate it to yourself, but also now you can be able to talk well with others so that they can know where you're going. What if you had better words to put your emotions to? Hey, how you feeling? I'm good. I'm okay. I'm vibing. I'm straight. None of those are emotions. So I'm, I might, oh, I'm a little bit anxious right now, but, but I realized that because of my power, you know, always put something positive behind it, something constructive. Don't get stuck in it. Say, oh, I'm a little frustrated right now. However, I can turn my frustration into action. Hey, I'm a little saddened right now. And it's okay that I'm sad. In fact, I'd prefer that I let this sadness come and go. In fact, I would like to let my tears wash away the emotional pain. I would like to sit with my sadness and let the sadness wash away my mental, my emotional constipation. Don't put that, don't visualize that one. But you want to start from there. You see how that's very constructive, how that's kind of like getting you somewhere. And of course, like I need to go back, wash this and apply it because I get stuck in this stuff too. So listen, just because you know the story, right? Just because you know the story doesn't mean you're not in the story, okay? Just because you're watching the movie of your life doesn't mean you're not the actor. But you're like, I'm watching the movie. Uh, you're actually acting in it too. They're like, no, I'm not. But you are. Uh, and did you know you actually produced it yourself and funded it with your time every single day? And you're like, no, it's not me. It's them. It's their fault. They making me feel this way? Uh, I, I don't mean to burst your burble, but uh, I can't make you feel no way. Someone, who said this? No one can make you feel anything without your permission. And what I say, permission, one mission. So uh, without your deriving from your mission, if you don't leave off your mission of saying, yo, I'm gonna live my best mental state, my best life, my best state. If you don't get away from that, nobody can make you feel a certain way, right? So sometimes we're putting a meaning, we're describing the meaning, the meaning, but we're not describing the emotion, the energy and motion. That way we can dismantle the energy and emotion. We have to dismantle the energy and emotion motion because that energy is what becomes stagnation. And that stagnation is what becomes inflammation and that inflammation becomes disease. So I want you to write this one down so if you don't study the energy and motion, the energy no longer goes in motion. It gets stagnated, it gets stuck. And when that gets stuck, you get inflammation, you get heated up. So when you get stuck up, you get heated up. And then when you get heated up, you get sick of being sick and tired. 
when you get stuck up you get heated and then you get sick you're like i'm sick of this <laughs> so that's just not an emotional thing it's a physical thing it's a spiritual thing you also can get stuck spiritually and then you get stagnated spiritually and then now you're sick spiritual illness so we have to work backwards to catching the energy in motion right so remember this sequence your mood becomes a temperament and the temperament over time becomes your personality so the sum total of your daily state the sum total of your mood will become your temperament so the that's how you get so you might be a hot person i'm always hot i'm always angry because the mood of being angry from day to day got stuck in you and now you're stuck in it so what's very very important is that we watch our day-to-day -day mood does that mean that you can't have a bad mood bad moods are needed sometimes right that's, that's not what i'm saying i'm saying if you are consciously want to build your temperament and personality why not consciously choose the mood they say well sometimes i can't even help it sometimes people just make me angry and they trigger me that is true that happens to me all the time you get triggered by people not because of what they're saying or doing to you at the moment but because of what they're saying and doing to you means not just at the moment but from your past experiences like yo if somebody acted like that towards you before you're like bruh i am not i don't wanna you know so we're acting that way we're acting out that inner imbalance all right so i'm gonna finish this off yeah i'm gonna save the video your inner world determines the quality of our outer world you know there's always this thing if i get my nails done that self-care i'm gonna feel better but the truth is if you, it's more about the inside out than the outside in. You start to realize how much more it really matters to be still inside than to be super excited and flamboyant outside. And you can be both. You could be a still fire, right? You know, like you ever looked at the base of a, of a fire? It's not a lot of flames. It's like, as you go lower to the base, the bluer spark, it's more consistency. I don't know if you ever seen a gas stove. And they got the blue. It's like that line. But then when it gets to the top, the flames start getting everywhere. And it's like, yo, what what happened with the well the base of the fire? If it's still, it's distributed. It's still going like that. So even in fiery moments, hold your peace. You know what I mean? You can still you can still do it. Another thing is. You know how I can just speed up and go really fast and be like, yo, what are we gonna do? Yo, you, you, uh, uh, you know, now you're like, but let me start watching the live. You're going too fast. This is what we do in our mind. This is what we do in real life. We're like, oh, what, what, uh, you know? We're moving so fast, we can't keep up, literally. Moving so fast, your mind can't keep up. So let's move a little slower. They said people in Florida move really, really slow. Well, that's because we're gonna go to the beach. Uh, we're gonna go to the restaurant and some stuff. You know, we're gonna vibe it out because this is South Florida lifestyle, you know? Why don't we do the same thing in our mind? Go to the beach in our mental space. 
like you said, image the waves in your mind. Breathe like you're in the beach. Ask yourself, do I have an inner and outer smile? So try the frowning and the smiling and see which one makes you feel better and go for the one that makes you feel better. So I'm not even gonna tell you to smile. I'm just saying the choice is yours. Just uh, choose to smile or frown based on how it makes you feel. Then I said, oh, it's okay to label things, but put the label properly. Don't label good, okay, for frustrated and angry. For frustrated and angry, say I'm frustrated and angry. And then from that, acknowledge it, but automatically come up with an action. But if I act, I don't, you know, I can act. You can let frustration lead you to feeling bad about yourself or you can let it lead to action. You can let lack of knowing how to do something lead to frustration or determine an action and learning how to do it. So there's two responses. And then what I said before is, you don't have to belittle the emotions, making them feel like they don't matter and they have no significance, but little them till they go away so that you can see that, yo, I'm bigger than the problem. So become the bigger person, not by belittling them saying they don't matter, but by saying, oh, I'm just a little frustrated. I'm just a little angry. I'm just a little tired or whatever. And then say, but I am big enough to achieve this state, right? So that's allowing you to get more power. And it's also understanding that nobody controls your mood. And that if you think they do, then the meanings is what's actually doing it. And that when you start to reverse that, you realize that your mood becomes your temperament, your temperament becomes your personality. So if you want to have be in a good mood, maybe you need to work <laughs> on the moods. <laughs> I want to be in a good mood. Well, see what you can do to get you in a big good mood. I found that dancing really works. You know, we need to have more TikTok challenges, but we need to have TikTok challenges with more empowering songs and not the one that diminishes you subconsciously. But that's for a different conversation. Anyways, I want to thank you all for watching as a holistic motivator for another personal development session. If you're watching for the first, first time, this is not just a video on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. It's a podcast, which means you can put your headphones on, do what you want to do, go to the beach, go to the park, and then listen to the podcast. All you got to do is go to anchor.fm floor slash edtalksdaily or edtalksdaily personal girlfriend motivation. You can tune into the podcast. It's on holistic health and wellness. It only gets better as I get better. So this is the same way that it works for you. Your life gets better when you get better you get more proceeds when you invest more in yourself so my call to action is are you really going to invest some of these things in yourself and i like this when i ask you this question i want to look at myself yo ed are you really going to enjoy these do things in yourself are you going to apply these things and it's not that question does not empower that question did not was not empowering for me just now. I just said it and I was like, oh, that's a very not empowering question. But here's a better question. Oh, how can I apply these things? Ed just said. Hey Ed, how can you apply these things? And from there, you see the progress. That's my message, and I'm sticking to it. The holistic motivator. 
tuning out, remembering, reminding you that you have the unlimited power within you to live in your best state and live your best life. But first, it start with the belief and the belief has to lead to some tingly feeling of saying, yo, I can have it. I can have a good state. Yo, you got to become like a, a good state. Uh, I don't want to use this word, but addict. Like, yo, I, not a good feeling or good pleasure hat, uh, addict, but like a good state. Like, yo, I need to be in this good state right now. What do I need to do? What action do I need to take? But instead of an outside action, it's like an interaction. Like, yo, maybe breathe. Oh, that's what I need to do. Breathe deeper. You know what I mean? So now it's a constructive. I'm not going to use the word addiction, but you get what I'm trying to say. Just be so determined for that feeling of being at peace. Like, want it so much that you're willing to do whatever it takes. Whatever workshop you need to go to. Whatever uh, retreat or whatever run you need to take or whatever the foods you need to eat. You're going to do it because, well, you really want that hit off of life. You want to be high off life, don't you? Be addicted to the calmness. Don't be a... Uh, addicted to the bs but be addicted to the calmness and the peace peace and love that's my message and i'm sticking to it yes you're working on it you're working on you and because you're working on you you're automatically working on it it's a holistic motivator tuning out i wish to see you guys back here every day monday through friday 10 a.m pleasure pleasure being with you all Please comment below. Let me know if this was useful for you. The motivator needs some motivation too. remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be but first you must believe it in order to achieve it and until that happens the world will forever miss your talents your gifts and all the great things that you have to offer so let your light shine don't hide it don't dim it thank you Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.